Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Welcome to the Peaceful Wellness Podcast with me, your host, Deb Phelps. If you are ready to unite with your true nature and find the calm you need to go through this journey called life, then walk a while with me as we learn to be resilient with mind, body, spirit modalities. I am a meditation teacher, mindfulness coach, sound healer, yoga specialist, and these and other modalities have helped me to truly find peaceful wellness within. So let's take a mindful approach together now. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Peaceful Wellness Podcast, Mindful Resilience from Stress. My name is Deb Phelps. I've been a longtime practitioner of meditation, yoga, sound healing, and other modalities. But more importantly, I'm a human being. And I certainly have had my challenges in health and well-being over the years. I've dealt with PTSD, stress, trauma, tragedy. I know that all these techniques that I have learned over the years, whether it's meditation, yoga, what have you, that's all on the outside, but what really, right, exercise, that sort of thing. On the inside, though, is if we really want that sense of wholeness, then we really need to unite with our true nature because that's where we find the solace and the energy that we need to get through life. We have this journey, this journey called life. So when I came up with the term peaceful wellness, I was very thoughtful. At first it started out when I first opened my business years ago. And it was actually a book group. At first we were studying weight loss. But as I know from someone who has moved up and down because of illness and that sort of thing, I knew that real change can only come in my mind. So it kind of morphed into peaceful wellness. And then during COVID, I rebranded to actually call my business Peaceful Wellness. So as we're journeying on this life, uh, we can use these modalities to help us. We can uh, use these techniques as a way to promote our health and well-being, 
to bring that peace, to reduce that stress, to remove blockages from various areas in our life that really we need to do. It's not always comfortable to release the past and to move forward into the future. It's not easy to rid ourselves of judgments when we've been so hard on ourselves our entire life. But it can be done because life can be changed for the better. For when we come within ourselves, come within our heart, and start to really and truly love ourselves, that's where life changes. Now, several years ago, I was working with a mentor who was a former Buddhist monk. And I had been a spiritual teacher, a meditator, yoga teacher for quite some time. Not so much the yoga teacher, that came a little bit later, but I've been practicing yoga. And, you know, as we were having our initial conversation uh, about what we were going to work on, I found him laser focused. It's almost like a laser went right through me and he saw exactly what it was that I needed. And that was loving kindness. That I was so generous and gifted and creative, all of that for everyone else. bringing compassion, bringing love, but I forgot to be compassionate towards myself and love myself and forgive myself for things that had happened over the years, right? Things that were really sad, the tragedies and, and traumas that occurred. How could I let those go? How could I forgive myself, remove that guilt that is there? So I went on an exploration of solely focusing on loving kindness, the practice of loving kindness or metta, M-E-T-T-A, in my life. And that's what I did. Coupled with everything else that I was doing for myself, Meditation and yoga and mindfulness and breath work. Later sound energy. So I know that I wanted to promote my health and well-being. At the time, I had a chronic illness of fibromyalgia. I still do. And I've gone through ups and downs with that, I'm recently coming out of an up into a down, so, or vice versa, <laughs> meaning I'm moving forward. I was on uh, meds again for a short period of time, for several months, but now I'm out of that fog of taking those meds. They're helpful when we need them. There's, uh, I don't want to put them down because they were very helpful to me or the med medication that I was taking it was very helpful to me when I was in pain. But I think the reason why I moved forward, even the first time when I was diagnosed and it took me a few years to kind of sort of come out of that space 
and to not be on medication. And the same time this time around, it was because I really went within. You know, meditation and yoga practices can help to calm the mind and body, especially when we are in pain. And when we do breath work, it can help to soften our tension. The practice of sound healing or energy healing, both together, can help to remove those blockages, to release the mind of judgments, as, as well as to relax and renew us. There are many tools that can help us. Even aromatherapy can assist with uh, means that are not just aromatic, but also therapeutic that can help to restore wellness. Spirituality can help us connect to the universal truth and really initiate transformation. And that's the path that I walked. And that really helped me. It's so easy to get bogged down by the negative, by what I don't have or what I can't have instead of what I do have. So bringing in that practice of gratitude also assisted me. So what you'll see in this podcast is uh, not only me sharing with you what has helped me, but also interviews with guests of uh, friends, of people that I know, teachers that I've spent time with, who all assisted me in one way or another to bring back that joy, that laughter, that peace, that consistency into my life. Now, yes, some things I have been a longtime practitioner of. Meditation, for instance, I've been a practitioner since 1980. But that doesn't mean that my life was always perfect from that point on either. Uh, certainly, I still had a lot of things that occurred that I was uncovering, uh, whether it was, uh, you know, suffering uh, abuse by my mother uh, or, you know, having uh, other uh, sexual trauma and other things that occurred in my adult life. So we want to love ourselves through this. What can happen is that we get stuck on whatever those situations were. And believe me, I have had many situations that uh, have caused PTSD within me, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And so there are times when I can feel activated or triggered, whatever word that you use. But I bring in a sense of compassion for myself. And that's one of the practices I'll talk about as we move forth in this podcast. One of them is RAIN. You might be familiar with that, R-A-I-N. And uh, other practices that I'll share with you as well, too, that will help you. Now, I do provide classes and private sessions and uh, group sessions, that sort of thing, too. But right now, I'm just sharing my story of how these have helped me. I think what helped me when I first became ill back in 2015, it was to slow down. <laughs> I think that was the first thing I learned. 
was I needed to slow down because I was in so much pain with the fibromyalgia and the mold illness that we had, that I had from our last home. So I slowed down, even though I've been doing a lot of these practices, right? Meditation since 1980, yoga since 1996. There was still a part of me that was always going, going, going. Driven is what a friend of mine calls me, that I'm pretty driven. And I am, I am still. <laughs> uh, but I meter it out is what I do. So slowing down is what I had to do. And so I had to learn other ways of coping and, and living. And certainly depression came in, you know, that, that's something that's been a, a lifelong part of me that I had and that I dealt with, with several therapists and uh, medications over the years. But that slowing down and finding refuge within my mind, body, and spirit really helped. It made me see a bigger picture. It made me see that I am truly whole. And so exploring these different modalities by just stopping and taking a breath taking a rest, releasing stress, anxiety, insomnia, whatever it is. I've had them all. So my main focus, uh, what I call for, for Peaceful Wellness, uh, the, the organization, is mindful resilience. And that's a term I learned from the Yoga Veterans Project, mindful resilience. There's also a book name that too, that I found out later, but uh, mindful resilience for stress is what I like to refer to with the work that I do. A mindful approach using movement and meditation, sound healing, and guided rest. Now, guided rest in the idea of yoga nidra, if you're familiar with that, or conscious relaxation, because I found all of these modalities together is what really brought me back. And if it hadn't been for some of those modalities that I don't think I would be back. I trusted in that. I trusted my inner spirit as well too. So back in 2016, I returned to yoga after a few years absence uh, because there was, a, I, I just believe there was no way I could because of my mold illness that I had because of the home that we were renting at the time. Uh, I didn't think I could return to normal because of the havoc it created in all my body systems. You name a body system, it was affected. And this is where the fibromyalgia came out too. And most people didn't even know how ill I really was because I was that go, 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 right? Up until boom, I hit the wall. With that and other personal traumas I had experienced, uh, I was slowly returning back in 2018, uh, actually to yoga. And that's when, well, from 2016 to 2018 is when I really focused a lot on it. Uh, you know, I found out about chair yoga and something that I didn't even know existed before, something that helped me to bring movement into my body without getting down on a mat on the floor. So that's when I 
2018 is actually when I started to really feel healthier and stronger in mind, body, and spirit. And that's when I opened my office uh, for actually initially as a meditation studio. And then uh, a, a gal that was working with me at the studio, she encouraged me to live my dream that I had 20 years ago of becoming a yoga teacher. And so I did. And so that's what I'm here to say, too, is that if you have something, you have a vision of something that you always wanted to do and you held back, do it. That's part of your peaceful wellness. It's part of your wellness. But you see, even though I had a setback a few months ago, back March, April, something like that, uh, and I just kind of returned and re rejuvenated again, feel like, you know, like if you know anyone who plays video games where your character kind of dies and then you respawn, well, that's what I feel like. I feel like I've respawned in a way. And I didn't think I, I mean, I knew I would come back, but it was disappointing. I had such disappointed feelings about being set back, having to go back on medication. And, but that's what occurred. And because I am such a proponent of mindfulness, and that's the main meditation that I teach, and I was teaching, uh, and still am, probably six out of seven days a week, besides working with private clients, I knew that if I released the judgment of what was occurring and just practice self-care, you know, monitoring when I needed rest, when, you know, if I needed to space out classes more, if I needed to um, take out classes, if I needed to um, set aside other times to, to work with students and clients, it was managing my care. I became an advocate for myself in those months like I didn't do the first time. It took me the long way around to get to that point. So when we can advocate for ourselves, right, we make progress. And that progress can be amazing. And it really does take one step at a time. I have to listen to my body. I have to listen to my mind. I have to listen to what's going on within me to know when I need to rest when I need to move forward, when I need to uh, meditate, which I do daily, several times a day. And I really feel that that is something that really assisted me the most. Now, as I said, I've experienced trauma, tragedy, illness, but these practices of the mind, body, and spirit is really where I found my refuge my sense of wholeness, loving acceptance of who I am. Now, from the looks of it, I have, I have some more journey to go, right, uh, on my health. But within me, I am probably the most peaceful and the most content I have ever been in my entire life. Sure, I have ups and downs. You can ask my husband about that. <laughs> I might, you know, good moments and bad moments. Everyone does, but I don't dwell there. I don't live there in those moments. I want to live in the place of peace. And that's what I hope to share with you 
in this podcast is that loving acceptance of yourself, knowing that you can do that, knowing that you can be whole, knowing that you can have wellness at the level you're at. I've had so many teachers who have inspired me by their own healing and even the personal growth that they have shared with me and I share with you in turn. And so hopefully that I can be inspiring to you, bring on guests who are inspiring to you and make a difference in your life by what I share. So as we move forward with this podcast, I don't know exactly where we'll go, but we're on a peaceful wellness journey together. And you can always feel free to write in, uh, ask me questions, maybe even suggestions for a show. Now, I do have some people lined up uh, that I do want to interview and, and share with you some of uh, the goodness that they have, that basic goodness that they'll share with you and uh, maybe some different uh, uh, ideas that maybe you haven't heard before. And I hope to share with you some meditations as we go along the way too. So you can do this. And when you can understand what causes peace, I know for me, you know, when, when I find that I understand what causes peace, I know where to direct my efforts. So I hope that my efforts here with you in this podcast will continue to bring happiness, well-being, safety, peace, and a sense of ease to all beings all over the world and universe. So thank you so much for joining with me in this initial inaugural episode and please see my website, peacefulwellness.org, for more information. And have a most beautiful day. Take care of yourself. You're the only one you have. Namaste, my friends. Thank you for joining with me today. For my weekly classes, meditation and modalities on-demand library, self-study courses, and private sessions, visit my website, at peacefulwellness.org. When you're on a Royal Caribbean adventure, you're not just taking a vacation, you're taking it for all it's worth. Their ships are the largest in the world, and each one is packed with features you won't find anywhere else. There's world-class dining at restaurants like Azumi, the tallest slide at sea for thrill-seekers, and Royal Caribbean's beautiful private island perfect day at Coco Cay. A royal adventure is vacation time well maximized. Come seek the Royal Caribbean and rise to the vacation. Visit royalcaribbean.com to learn more. The $2 Small Me Cafe is the answer to your day. The question is whether you go with a rich caramel frappe paired with a warm cinnamon roll, a sweet caramel macchiato paired with a blueberry muffin made with real blueberries, or a hot chocolate paired with a classic apple fritter. Mm, 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 mm. Don't worry, there's never a wrong choice. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.